Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Okay, today I want to start off with a question. I like starting off with questions for you guys. I want you guys thinking a little bit. And my question today is that when you enter a new situation, are you the type of person who likes to blend in with the crowd? Or are you the type of person who likes to stand out? On one hand, it really could be a difference between just introverted, extroverted, or it might be a product of your situation. And I, and I think the life of a foreigner, the life of an expat, reflects this situation quite a bit. There exists a tension for the foreigner between this, you know, I'm standing out, hey, look at me, and also, hey, I don't want you to look at me. That tension is very real and palpable for, for the foreigner. Um, and I want to explain a little bit about that tension. Naturally, I stand out as a foreigner. I remember standing at a train station when I first got to the Czech Republic, and I was wearing shorts, like a good American in the summertime. I think I had sandals, no socks, and I had a ball cap on. Typical American 22-year-old. And there was this older woman just staring at me. Like, what? why are you dressed like that? First of all, it's probably not warm enough to be wearing shorts, is what she's probably thinking. Your feet are uncovered with your sandals? Um, and what's with the hat? And what's that symbolize? And she just looked at me, and I, I just stood out. One of my best stories is that I was once asked by an elementary school to come and talk with their youngsters. So I did that one time, and at the end of the class, I went into the teacher's room, and they talked with me for a little bit, and the bell rang. And as I came out of the teacher's room, I was surrounded by maybe 20 kids all standing around me saying, Justin, Justine, Justine, please, please. And they all had slips of paper and a pencil, and I sat there and autographed maybe you know 15 to 20 slips of paper. And I, I love to think about where those slips of paper are right now in somebody's attic or somewhere else. They're looking at that now. I'm like, who's Justin? But I can at least say that I uh, signed autographs. But I, I stood out. I was that foreigner guy. That's what I do. I come into a room and I'm the guy who speaks a different language. I don't look very Czech. So they look at me and that guy looks different. That guy acts different. That guy speaks differently. And that's the world that I'm in. And as a foreigner, and all foreigners have that where they stand out. But the other time, there's just days where I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be seen as the foreigner at all. I just want to hide, blend into the background, as I was saying before, and just be part of the crowd. This came out a lot in the grocery store chronicles when I was talking about, I don't want to be noticed. Many times, I remember a couple of years ago that after spending a day of being the foreigner and, and teaching English. And, and I love that job. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to go someplace and walk around and not have anybody notice me. So I actually would go to a store. I, I went to a hardware store. And I would do this on, on a Tuesday, for example. And I would just kind of walk around, look at things, and just bask in the idea that nobody was watching me. And so there's that tension of of living between that cool, exotic nature of living as a foreigner and also just wanting to not be seen at all. 
And it becomes difficult for the foreigner to decide how to navigate that. So for you guys, I'd like to lay out two strategies that foreigners usually take to handle this tension. And then I want to put out a strategy that I take. It's a little bit different from the other two. But before we get going, how, how, so how would you handle it? If you're a foreigner, you're coming in, you're noticed all the time, what would you tend towards? The first strategy that people generally take on is the idea of assimilation. And you see this throughout U.S. history a lot where people have come from different countries and they settle into the United States and the number one thing that they want to do is to just blend in and become as quickly as possible an American. And many people, they just left behind their culture and they just melded into the rest of society. And, you know, America's called the melting pot for a reason. It's this idea of people just coming in and becoming part of the greater whole. Now, I've said on the podcast before that one of the problems with this is that will the people in society accept you or not? Now, I've told the story before about how I've asked my students, can I be Czech? And they say, no. Can I be an adopted Czech? And they'll say, yes. I've told that story before. And that's one of the things that apply here. Will the culture even accept you to allow you to assimilate into it? Now, I do have uh, two stories that I'd like to tell you about um, times when I've actually tried to assimilate and become like Czechs in, in some ways. This first story, I remember being at a meeting. I was in a meeting with a bunch of Czechs. And there was a debate going on. And I'm watching this debate. And I noticed that people were speaking forcefully with some tension, very forthright. And I watched that. Then I wanted to say something and nobody heard me. I said it the second time and nobody heard me. So around the third time, I decided to try to absorb and act exactly like the people were around me, forthright, with a little bit more frustration. And I said it in a certain way, like, hello, no one heard me, like that, and trying to essentially copy what everybody else was doing, thinking that would get me noticed. Everyone just kind of looked at me like, whoa, what just happened? I had tried to copy their voice, the style of the conversation, and it totally backfired, because afterward, people came up to me like, Justin, are you okay? Are you angry? Why did you, why did you act like that? And I, I wasn't angry, I was just trying to get noticed in the conversation. And I was kind of laughing because I said to them, I'm just trying to be like you. The problem is for the foreigner that when you jump into another culture, it is virtually impossible to copy exactly how that home culture is acting. The second story uh, (laughs) deals with my family. (laughs) And um, uh, okay, let me explain. We We live in the country. And a few hundred meters from our house is a big field. And in this field, sometimes they grow wheat. Sometimes they grow something called rapeseed, which produces canola oil. Or in this year where the story takes place, they're growing corn. So there's all this corn out there. And um, one day they came and started harvesting the corn. They get the big combines that are coming through, just harvesting it up. And we kept seeing some people walk from that field with bags of corn, just taking it home. I said, Andrew, look at that. Those people are just picking up the leftover corn that's been left by the combine, and they're picking it up and just taking it home with them to use for themselves. I thought that was pretty cool, and I said, Andra, Andra, we could have good old-fashioned American corn on the cob. And the whole family decided to go on down, 
pick some corn that had been left over from the combine and take it home to eat. So we're sitting there picking, but honestly, we had seen it before, Chuck's doing this, and but we weren't sure ourselves. Are we doing the right thing or not? And so we're just picking the corn, and we feel a little sheepish about it. And all the kids, and I, we have these armfuls of corn, and we need to walk back a few hundred meters back home. As we're doing it, all of a sudden we see one of the tractors coming towards us. And I had a moment where I froze, where that tension came of, I'm an American, or um, but I'm living in Czech. What should I do here? I'm trying to be like Czech. I'm, I'm trying to do what these people are doing. I'm picking up this corn and taking it home, thinking it's free for me. But there's this little voice in my head saying, I'm not so sure. And as that truck's coming, I get embarrassed and thinking, they're going to think we're stealing the corn. It was one of those movie-type moments where I just looked back and I said, everybody, run and all of a sudden you got my three little kids i got my wife and i just running away from this truck with this armfuls of corn we hide behind a tree and the truck drives by did we steal the corn i don't know i was just trying to be like the people i had seen now did it really matter that we had taken some leftover ears of corn no we never ended up eating it because it wasn't good for eating it was field corn that you'd probably give to your chickens and i I suspect now thinking about it that a lot of people were just getting it to give to their chickens, not go home and boil corn on the cob. So again, my family and I were trying to just adopt the mannerisms of the people around us. In the end, it just didn't work. The second thing that people will do is make an enclave for themselves. Instead of assimilating and trying to blend in, what they'll do is they'll create their own bubble of sorts. And I've seen this happen a lot for for Americans that, that come into the Czech Republic. Um, there's a lot of chaos in life. There's a, you know, you're trying to learn new language and learn new customs and understanding the culture and it gets tiring. So the thing that you do is you join with those around you and you stick with them. There will be enclaves of, of foreigners that just stick together. The problem with that can be is that sometimes that doesn't fit into the culture and people look at that and they say oh look at the look at that other look at those people they're just kind of hanging out with themselves they're being who they are and they're not even trying to blend in you know and there's something called the ugly american phenomenon where americans will come into a culture and they'll be very shallow they will be ultra friendly but might drop the relationship easily they have a big smile and um maybe a little bit naive about the culture they're living in and just assume that everybody likes American culture. That, that can happen quite often. A lot of people go into a foreign culture and just hold on to those things because they're just trying to survive. And that's also happened in U.S. history before. You know, cultures have gone to the United States and have created their own enclaves, whether it be in cities. Uh, it could be the Irish section of, of town or the Chinese section of town or the, the Polish section of town um, in the United States. And uh, so when you come to a country, you, you, you tend to do the things that you did in your culture and hang out with the people from your culture. My wife and I, we always tried to be involved in the culture, but we did stick to a lot of the traditions and ways of doing things from our American culture. I remember one time we were new parents and we needed to buy a stroller for our child. And, you know, all around us, Czechs push prams, the British word pram, uh, these big I call them souped up strollers. It seems like they have ultra shocks and they got the nice tires and they can go over rugged terrain. My wife and I, we decided to buy a good old fashioned plastic American stroller that can maneuver well in a mall. 
because we were suburbanites and that's how we grew up. And I remember we were on a walk with checks and we're just pushing our plastic stroller and they all wanted to go into the forest. And so we tried to do that, but it was just rocks. And eventually the checks just picked up my son and walked with him through the forest as if he was, you know, Prince Jonas. And it was quite embarrassing. We had not adapted to the culture which we were living in. And we had done our own thing, the American way of doing things, and it just caused tension again. So again, I ask you, how do you guys handle situations like this? If, if maybe you're not a foreigner, maybe how do you handle peer pressure? How do you handle difficult situations when you're the new person? Those are the two ways, assimilation and building an enclave. Those are the two situations that happen the most. Um, the question, what do I try to do? I'm not perfect in this, as, as my stories attest. I believe that the role of foreigner is to stay yourself, one, but also stay informed and be a learner about the context and the culture in which you're living in. And I look at that as my job. My job is to be me. I'm the English teacher. I'm the foreigner. But at the same time, it is my job to know them. It's my responsibility to know the culture in which I'm living. And a couple of things that I try to do with that is I need to be somebody who asks questions, find out about the character and the traditions of what's going on, and then ask why. Why does this work? I try to ask myself, why does this work? And try to think about where do these ideas come from? And that's really kind of the genesis of some of this podcast, exploring some of those ideas of a foreigner and, and, and thinking about the context in which I'm living in. Do they do things differently? Why do they do things differently? Maybe it's better, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just different. I remember having to get to a point also to think, you know what, the other, the, the culture I'm living in, I need to find out what motivates them. The worst thing you could do is to say, well, those people suck. Those people don't know what they're talking about. My culture's better. That's the worst thing that you could do. At the same time, stay who you are, stay in your personality. So in my culture, I do the best I can to soak in learning. Learn about the context, learn about the language, learn about the history, learn about the, the way they do things. I'm going to finish up with this story. I, re- I remember another meeting that I was at, and there was a lot of checks around. And I knew something, and I, and I needed to say it to everybody else. I made an impassioned plea for this idea. I tried to be open and honest. But what I did was, because I had soaked myself in Czech culture, the things that I've learned about Czechs and how they talk and how they interact, that came out. And I was able to be real in my impassioned plea. I was able to be honest and frank. And I was able to show understanding. I try to put myself in their situation, not talking to them, but talking with them. You know, the mistakes I made before was I was just trying to copy them. The right thing I did this time was that I just knew their culture. I knew how to appropriately act. And I acted in a way that I act, but I did it with understanding. And then I got one, a really nice compliment at the end. People were quiet. They listened to what I said. And someone gave me a nice compliment at the end. And he said to me, I think I might have said, hey, I'm, I'm sorry if I pushed any buttons that I wasn't supposed to push or if I said something wrong. And the person said, no, no, that was human. That was human. And what he meant was that I was personal. I acted the way I act. 
I blended it with the context and the knowledge that I had learned from living in this culture. And I acted on a level that they could understand and respect. That was human. And they understood. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later. Oh, and uh, don't steal any corn.